Hello, everyone, and welcome to Nice to Meet You. This is your host, Simone, and this is a podcast of conversations with friends and strangers where we talk about life and lessons learned along the way. Today, we have with us Taisha, and Taisha, if you could introduce yourself and tell everybody how we met. <laughs> uh, my name is Taisha. Um, we met um, down in Texas. Uh, for the, yeah, for AXO. Really? Yeah, photography. Oh, my God. <laughs> whoa, whoa. That's the first time we met before yeah. we even knew that we were both going, <laughs> we to, were going to the University yeah. of Maryland and for the College Park Art Scholars. Before yeah, that's we even how knew I was that. assuming that we met there. And then I, no. now I'm like thinking, I'm like, fuck. Like, no. I remember like meeting you like the first day. It's like, wait a minute, what are you doing here? Yeah. Like, that's a weird repressed memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, what? Yes. Yeah, that's the first time we wow. met. We were literally right next to each other at the table yeah. um, down in Texas. Um, and we were there, both there for, for photography. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I remember that. And we just started talking, and it was like, oh, where are you going to go to college? Oh, University of Maryland? What? What? <laughs> I'm going to be in the art scholars. What? Me too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's how, we, that's how we met, at least, you know. That's, that's my memory. <laughs> <laughs> so long um, ago, you know. Yeah, it was. I feel like I don't ago. remember, like, anything from high school, so. I, yeah. <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> it's been a while. That's like, yeah. you know, that was seven years ago. It was 2012. Yeah. So where are you from? Um, I'm from Baltimore, Baltimore. <laughs> what um, was it like growing up in Baltimore? Oh, it was rough. Really? It was rough, yeah. It was rough and tough. <laughs> what part did you live in? I live in the west side. Um, <laughs> like in, in the, the city? Yeah, in the city. Okay. Um, I think everybody would probably know where like Drew Hill Park is or like the Baltimore Zoo, like around that area. More okay. so like if anybody knows Mondalmin Mall, that's really where I was over there in that for majority of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was rough just because I was a different, <laughs> different individual, you know, around people who, um, <laughs> had a certain lifestyle, yeah. and, you know, a lifestyle that I wasn't necessarily like hip to or wanted to be a part of. Yeah. So I was kind of like, you know, on my own a lot. Yeah. And just kind of doing your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Being a little, uh, uh, hermit, so to speak, <laughs> reading a lot of books and I'm not saying that other people didn't do that, but like, I just isolated myself yeah, because kind of just kept to yourself. yeah because everything else wasn't really you know wasn't for me I felt mm-hmm. you know when I was younger yeah yeah so what do you find interesting what I find interesting um really good music like by good music to me well that's the no really just odd music in the sense of like polyrhythmic like really cool like harmonies mm-hmm. um just stuff that I would say is like out out of this world, so to speak. So like kind of like if you know Sun Ra, he's a jazz musician. He was a jazz musician. He okay. passed away a while ago. Um, is that like, your favorite artist? Not necessarily my favorite artist, but definitely a person that I admire, especially because of his like just his vast, 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 just uh, catalog of music that mm-hmm. he's done. Um, but like also in the more the contemporary realm, like Hiatus Coyote, they do some really cool, like just <laughs> out of this world stuff to yeah. me, to me. Other people might not think that, but yeah. I'm like laughing because I'm like, I'm so mainstream that like all these names are saying, I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> take notes. <laughs> right. No, yeah. I, I really, I highly recommend, I highly recommend Hiatus mm-hmm. Coyote. Um, Sun Ra, more of his like stuff that you can get into because some other stuff is just like, all right, that's way over my head. <laughs> Um, but, but stuff like that, but more, um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm into, that's really what's interesting to me and me trying to like get into creating my own sound within that. So you play instruments? I do. Um, I play the guitar. I mostly sing. That's what I went to, to, in Baltimore. I went to Baltimore school for the arts for opera or classical voice or vocal performance, however they want to, you know, dish it out. That's, (laughs) that's what I went for. So mainly my voice is what the instrument I use. Um, but I also play a little bit of the piano. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you like have your own SoundCloud and everything? I do. It's only, it's only, yeah, (laughs) like later, but, um, I do have my own SoundCloud and, you know, just, just trying to be comfortable. Yeah. Explore and be comfortable with exploration and not try to put myself in a box of like, Hey, these, this is what I think other people want to hear. So that's what I'm trying to break out of, which is why I haven't really posted anything in like a year. Yeah. 
<laughs> and also time, you know. You need yeah, and time. I feel like I've been trying to get into like a lot of my old hobbies recently, like photography. Yeah. I recently yeah, took yeah, pictures yeah. of um, a couple of friends, but that was like two weeks ago, and I still haven't edited them. So yeah, <laughs> like, hopefully those will come out soon. Yeah. But I feel like being an adult, it's like it's tough finding the time for like the exploration of your hobbies. Yes. So do you like perform often, or like do you not like to perform? Or? Um. So. Technically, the answer is yes. So I'm also a professional actor. Um, and oh, okay. Professional meaning so I work with. So you're just in all the arts. Yeah. <laughs> yes, which is why I'm kind of like, ah, I don't know what to do. You know, kind of feeling pulled. and Well, not anymore. I used to feel pulled in a lot of directions, mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm going towards music now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, by professional, I mean like I work with regional theater companies. Okay. Um, so stuff like round, people in companies like Roundhouse Theater, which is in Bethesda, um, Imagination Stage, which mm-hmm. is a children's theater, also in Bethesda, um, Mosaic Theater, which is down on H Street, Atlas Performing Arts Center, like a lot of, and also a lot of small, um, small theater companies that are pretty well known as well in the theater community. Yeah. Um, so technically, yes, I do perform, uh, mostly acting. And I haven't really stepped out of my my shell with singing. singing. Yeah, I feel and like that's a really tough one. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Even though I love to do it, it's just I have a lot of insecurities, I think, built up from being in an arts high school and feeling like there was, you know, uh, not a need for competition, not between us as people, like not not the students, but like just pressure from people in authority, you know, yeah. faculty, and mm-hmm. it's, you know, pressured and not really feeling like I could explore what I wanted to explore at the time. So I'm yeah. kind of like breaking out of, as I'm going back and revisiting singing for other people in, a, in maybe a concert setting, just breaking yeah. out of like that fear of like having to do everything right and having to sound this way and got to do this and yeah. got to do that. Have you thought about doing like open mics and stuff like that or do you um, do any of those? I I DJ at an open mic, but I don't sing at an open <laughs> mic. Um, so, no, the only time I've ever sung at an open mic was here at um, UMD, and that was literally one time where I, well, two times where I felt like, felt comfortable enough to do yeah. it. And I did a musical at UMD too, but mm-hmm. I still haven't gotten out of my, my show. show. Yeah. So, what's it's your already. favorite acting role that you've had? My favorite role? Oh, Mowgli. Um, and Jungle Book, the oh, Jungle really? Book, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was an understudy um, at Imagination Stage uh, the first half of the year, and then um, there was a little bit of a break, and they called me back to actually be the overstudy, meaning cool. I could do it the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was for a remount, which was in later in the fall. So that was all of 2017. I got to play Mowgli. Wow. Yeah. So that was so really was, fun. that was like a singing role, also though. They had like no, no. No, actually, the, this one wasn't yeah. a musical. This oh, version, really? mm-hmm. huh. this ver- I mean, there was a little bit of singing, okay. but I wasn't really doing it. Okay. Um, I'd be kind of mad if I went and I didn't hear Bare Necessities. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, there was no Bare Necessities in there. It wasn't that one. It was like the original, like Rudyard Kipling, like um, I think that's a, oh god, <laughs> I hope that's the right person. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a writer. Um, mm-hmm. It was like the original script that they chopped up, okay. but like in music that. Um, they created, okay. but it wasn't like the movie. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, everybody wasn't. was expecting the movie. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> it was Honestly, not. I'm not a big fan of musicals, to be honest. Aw. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love them. Well, I used to. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's out now. I was in one in high school, but like... Yeah. I like when watching movies. Just like I, I would rather like skip over them. Besides, like obviously, bare necessities. Like there's <laughs> certain songs that I like to hear. Right. But, yeah. In general. Yeah, I feel yeah. that. So, how yeah. did you get into the arts? The arts, how, 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 how? Um, well, <clears throat> instruments that I picked up on when I was young. Mm-hmm. I guess um, like starting in elementary school. Yeah. So, yep, it would have to be that. I mean, even really before I started school, like I was <laughs> a singer. <laughs> I just I sang with my grandma all the time. Okay. You know, in church. Like, yeah. A lot of people kind of have the experience of being on the choir and stuff. I was on the children's choir yeah. and um, all that. And that's really how I got my start in the arts, per se. And then I kind of um, branched out um, into... I started to get into drawing, but not, like, not a lot. Yeah. But I started to, like, really dabble with that in elementary school. Um, 
And then middle school, well, part of elementary school, I got into The Wiz, a musical, and I was okay. a scarecrow. Yeah. And that's kind of how my love for musical theater <laughs> happened, which is great, because it's The Wiz, you know what I'm yeah. saying? My first experiences with The Wiz, come on. So that's like the pinnacle of like what musical theater is for mm-hmm. me. I mean, some, some people will probably be like, no, that's not, no. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, let me not get into that, but... That's how, like, I really got into the arts. And after that, like, I started to go on the path of thinking I wanted to be a musical theater artist and Mm -hmm. going um, to BSA for uh, vocal performance, even though I kind of wanted to go for theater um, because of musical theater. Um, But it was, it all, it all worked out. So I dabbled in art while I was there as well. So, Mm -hmm. in photography. Okay. Yeah. Drawing also? And a little bit of drawing when I was in my junior year, I started to take, um... (laughs) I was a teacher's assistant for um, the program called Twigs, is to work in gaining skills. Um, it's an after-school program. Okay. Yeah, that I went to when for music and theater when I was younger, and then when I went to the actual school, um, we I had the opportunity of being a teaching assistant for like the younger kids for okay. art. How was that experience? It was cool. It was really okay. humbling because a lot of the children who were like eight or nine were way better than I was. Oh, wow. Like, it's phenomenal. And I'm sitting up here like, yeah, I'm humbled. I really am. So, like, we're on the same level to let me learn with you. Like, you know, seeing how their eye works and how my eye works. And Mm -hmm. it was really really awesome. And I kind of got into architecture, too, like, by my senior year. Um, I've always really liked architecture. I used to want to be an architect when I was, like, eight or nine. Yeah. But... I don't know what happened. I just got out of it, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel you. Mm -hmm. Same. I did as well. I mean, I I studied landscape architecture while I was at UMD for a little bit. Yeah. um, But ended up getting my theater performance degree. Okay. Um, So I kind of got out of that that mindset, too. I used to love... love I did learn um, SketchUp here, though. I took, like, one of the architecture classes. Yeah. So I'm, like, designing... I've been designing my own house for, like... I guess about like two or three years now. I've like been, I've been making like my this model of like the yeah. perfect house for me. So wow, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> SketchUp was awesome. I don't yeah. know what it's like now, but it was pretty. Yeah, it's been it a while cool. since I looked at that house. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another hobby yeah. I have to get back into. Yeah, no, it's definitely <laughs> worth it. It's definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, what's your dream job? Dream job. <sighs> Just. Audio engineer, to be quite honest. Okay. Um, I like, since I love technology, but I don't really want to be in, you know, the the field that I'm in now, um, which is, like, IT support um, and coordinating, like, technical aspects of how things should be run. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy music, and I see how... The manual mechanics of getting things to be mixed and stuff, like mixing things, or like I really love that stuff. Like yeah. there's it, there's a lot of signs in art to it mm-hmm. at the same time, like just going into some of the software and seeing how they're they're like Logic, <laughs> like Logic Pro, how it's visually like so cool to to help you understand like what you're mixing and how you're mixing it and like mm-hmm. what are the effects that you could use. I don't know. I just really okay. I've never seen the Logic. Pro, like, what is it? Yeah, it's like? like a it's like a beefed up version of um, GarageBand. Okay, I yeah. use GarageBand because it's like okay, but yeah, <laughs> basic. Like. Yeah, it's basic. It's like it's like a GarageBand on steroids. Yeah, but like good, <laughs> good. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like, like once you get into it, mm-hmm. it's so much you could do with it. So much that I mean, uh, it's great for like manually like making your own sounds. Yeah. Um, not saying other. Um, digital audio workstations aren't good for that, but just the sheer amount of like content that you get with it, and yeah. just it's pretty expensive though, right? Yeah, it's okay. two ninety nine. Okay, wow. yeah, worth it though. Okay, I highly <laughs> yes recommend it. It's definitely worth it. Definitely worth the two ninety nine mm-hmm. that you would spend. Um, but yeah, I think that's that would be my dream job. I just. I so what part of audio that. engineering, like, that's a very, like, I feel like it's broad. It is broad. Right? That like, actually you, is like, broad. Like, you, like, working concerts or, like, working right. conferences or making beats or... Yeah, you know? I think it's a lot. I think I really would love to, like, just be in the studio. But I don't know because okay. I don't like being inside. So maybe that's incorrect. <laughs> I don't like being, like, trapped inside of a yeah. room. But at the same time, I started to think about, oh, my God, like, mixing albums like the albums that we love you know what I'm saying like the person behind mixing it because if you hear an unmixed album yeah 
And you'd be like, what? That's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, not saying it's different, but there there's a lot into like mixing and like a lot of careful planning and a lot of like, you know, working with the artist to be able to make sure that their vision is like being being portrayed in the best way yeah. and like also adding kind of your vision on top of it. Not mm-hmm. on top of it, but you know, putting it in Fluffing the mix. Fluffing it up, I guess, like, yeah, yeah putting the mix. dolly on it or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I mean, and working on concerts, because I've never, I mean, the closest that I've got to doing it is, like, I run the audio for some of the Senate meetings on campus. Okay. Um, and that's literally just changing the levels. It's really active, mm-hmm. because different people get up to the mic, and, like, oh, some people yeah. are louder than other people, yeah. and you got to, like... You know, you gotta fix the levels while they're talking, and like, it's actually pretty. It's pretty fun because it's active enough for me to not feel bored. Yeah. So I can only imagine how a concert would be. You know, like pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah pretty pretty insane. Especially like um, Beyonce's homecoming. I don't know if you saw that yet. I have not. I have okay. not seen it. Please watch it. <laughs> Please watch it's so it. good. <laughs> <laughs> this is one night I literally watched it twice. Like, in oh a row. my god, wow. Yeah. Is that good? It's 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 good. Okay, but yeah, and like I guess especially like with your perspective, like thinking about like how she or whoever like put all the songs together yeah. and just like all the production that just went into this yeah. performance. Yeah. I think you'd find it really interesting. Bet. Yeah, I should probably watch that. My <laughs> plug for my friend Ariel O'Neill. She actually was a guitarist <laughs> in Homecoming. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so cool. She's in that, John. She's in there. <laughs> um, so did she talk about like how the rehearsals were I at least not to me you know (laughs) I mean maybe she has to like her her you know closer friend group yeah um but nah not not as far as I've seen um because I was just wondering because like I feel like it was just probably like 16 hours of rehearsal and like probably like I think it was I think it I think it was just like it had to be like like under wraps until giving up your day job and like you know Worth it. I mean, to yes. work with Beyonce? <laughs> right. What? Beyonce? Put my name on this? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll check that out. Mm-hmm. I should really watch it. I don't know. I've been really busy and, like, in my own head. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, are you planning your first album yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually planned it last year. Oh, really? Um, actually... N- 2017, yeah. I actually planned it and like had the titles, the titles of the songs and everything, like interludes. Right. And I've already, I already planned that, John, and I just haven't like, I don't know, I haven't felt comfortable with a sound mm-hmm. quite yet. I feel yeah. like I'm still not necessarily trying to find it, but just literally breaking the chains of what other people think. Like just trying to get out of that mindset of like it has to be this way. Like yeah. I said before, like it's like. Just getting out of everything needed to be perfect, everything needed to sound this way so other people can, you know, utilize it for maybe rapping over or whatever. Like, just doing just doing what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just trying to find that, that balance between being the weird, quirky person that I am and, <laughs> and the sound and, like, the rhythm and all that, but also having something that people can That's actually... That's, like palatable, I yeah. guess. Or, yeah. Yeah. That's palatable. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Right. Um, so, yeah, it's like, and being comfortable with that. But I am working on a beat tape with my roommate who is in a band called Black Folks Don't Swim. Really? Yeah. I've heard of that. I think I know um, someone in it. Oh, Snaps. Maybe. Maybe. They were at the... Um, yeah, at the... Mm-hmm. They played. They played there. At yeah. The, yeah. Or at least I heard of it from brunch. someone that... Well, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I digress. That. <laughs> well, the bass player, yeah. Sweet. That's uh, cool. We are working on a beat tape. We just, like kind of just go in the living room that must be so cool living with someone who also makes music it is it's amazing it's great yeah just i had a friend um at maryland they would like get together and just have like a jam band Mm -hmm. like basically like just like random nights and like we i would just sit in the basement i don't play any instruments i just sit in the basement and listen (laughs) Listen, like you know drink whatever right so that's cool yeah yeah it's cool because sometimes they uh, the band practices there too, so I just yeah, get to sit in like, on it yeah. too. Yeah, so that's 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 awesome. So yeah, have you ever been in love? Ooh, wow! Did I choose that one. <laughs> My heart's like seven or seventy-one. Um, have I ever been in love? Yeah, I think there are different types of yeah being in love. So. I have, I have, and sometimes haven't known it <laughs> until after until, the fact. Yeah, yeah, I feel you like know, that's like the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me? 
<laughs> You're telling me, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it's just interesting how it all manifests in, like, whatever relationship you're in. Yeah. I mean, have it, you know, whatever, if it's, you know, platonically in love or, like, romantically in love. Yeah. Like, but specifically, I will say with romantically in love, it's de- it's definitely interesting how everything plays out with different people because of how other people respond to you. You, yeah, and I how feel you like respond to them. Communication is so weird right now for me because it's like when you think about like how you communicate versus how somebody else communicates, yeah, and like you think that, like, oh, this is normal, and they're like, this is way not normal, and you're right? Like, well, you're not normal, like, you know, like, you're <laughs> yes. like trying to like assimilate like your two different, completely different styles of communication, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I feel that, <laughs> and I'm like, I, I like totally this year, I'm like, communication is key, but I realize that. Yeah, we all have different ways of communicating. So mm-hmm. it's like even though you think you're communicating well, yeah. it's like, mm, no, you aren't because another person may not speak the same language. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the love languages as they as they call them. Like yes, some people yeah, don't I always talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> some people don't speak the same thing. So mm-hmm. like one person is like, you know, showing their love in a certain way and it's like not really being received as if they're putting that time and effort into all that. Um, you know, what, what, whatever it may be, like words of affirmation, as they as they call it. Like yeah. some people don't really take to that. It's like it doesn't do anything for them. Yeah. But that may be how you show your appreciation and love for somebody exactly. else. But theirs might be, you know, like quality time. Yeah. And it's like, but yours may not be quality time. So like, how do you reconcile, you yeah, know, both exactly. of those things? Is it like you just don't do not work at it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do you just say, <laughs> do okay, you peace. you misunderstand? Like, I don't right, know. Yeah. Right, like, Yeah, or do you just, like, go your separate ways? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I always think about, like, communication because it's, like, half of it is you saying it and half of them is you, them hearing it. Yeah. And it's, like, I guess that's, like, what we're touching on. But I always wonder, like, can you be a good communicator if somebody doesn't understand you? Mm. Like, if, like, <laughs> if one person doesn't understand you, like, does that make you a bad communicator or, like, mm. you know? Right. I guess to an extent, because we can always learn, like, we can always evolve in the ways that we communicate and mm-hmm. speak and, and, and do things. It's yeah. like we're never stuck or stagnant in what we do. Yeah, we can change our ways. I yeah, guess we so. can. Yeah. We most definitely can, even if it, and make it our own, you know, mm-hmm. and not feel like we have to, like, be so stuck in a box of, like, this is how it has to be done. This is how this love language has to be done in, yeah. in this exact one, two, three way. Like, there, mm-hmm. there's there's room for, you know. Improvement. Yeah, growth. improvement. <laughs> growth. Exploration, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, all that's part of, you know, all that's part of growing is exploring. Yeah. You know, yeah. you can't really. Understanding yourself. Yeah. 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 I think that's really also the key is, like, understanding yourself to be able to communicate mm-hmm. what you need as well. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. a lot of people just kind of go, go about and expect other people to know what they're, what they need or or what they don't need or what they like and what they don't like but it's like well sometimes we have to like actually say it but I yeah. think for I me I try to be very explicit like yeah <laughs> yeah it's hard for me to do that because I'm <laughs> I just try. always afraid of like hurting people's feelings even though that's not really that's never my yeah even though it's not my intention I'm always still like afraid that I won't be able to say what I what I need in the right way because mm-hmm. it just feels like it gets jumbled and then I'm just like, oh my God, like I start to freak out. I'm just like, no, I don't know. Just so, so maybe they'll figure it out. But you know, yeah, it's like about knowing yourself and mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and handling mm-hmm. your expectations too. Like. Yeah, oh my God, expectations. <laughs> Hello? Only lead to disappointment. I don't want to yeah. be like, like pessimistic, but like no, generally but- like, yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's true to an extent. You know, that's why the Buddhists say no expectations. I could be wrong. That that, that might not be the Buddhist, but <laughs> there they, is. I know that in, the first, like the first what, law of, is it the first law? First law of the world. Something. something. Four divine truths. Four divine truths. Right. To live is to suffer. That's the first one. Right. That's all I remember. Mm. For real. Yes. Like attachment is suffering. Attachment yeah. is suffering is one of them. And I think attachment to expectations mm-hmm. when we have when we expect things okay, to be a certain fair. way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we I don't know. When we expect things to be a certain way and it doesn't turn out that way, we get you know, we get in our feelings. Mm-hmm. When we could just be like, Okay, this is mm. it's hard to explain. Like you really have to experience life without expectations of something that you're really like excited about. Like, yeah. 
when you don't expect either the worst or the best, you're just in it and you experience the whole thing. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you, mi- I think you miss a lot by expecting it to be one way instead of like no expectations and yeah. experiencing everything as it is. I'm like reevaluating moment. myself right now. I'm like, wait a minute. Oh my god. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, you can't not enjoy something if you don't know what to expect. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. So do you have, like, the desire to fall in love again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, yeah. Yeah, I would say, I mean, it's not necessarily a desire anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've just... It's funny. I've always expected it. <laughs> Ever since I was younger, to be quite honest, I think... If you have to know one thing about me, I love romantic comedies. Okay. Like, I was a rom-com kid. Like, yeah, oh, my God. Like, like, I love them. 27 Dresses. Like, <laughs> yeah. P.S. I Love You. Yep. Um, was, was, was that a comedy? I guess it kind of was I mean, kind of. Kind of rom-com. Kinda um, rom-com. Yeah, no, yeah. I had mine. Yeah. Like, and, like <laughs> I love them. So, like, I'm just kind of like a hopeless romantic in that sense. But I don't have the desire anymore, per se. I'm just, like, I know that it will happen, be it being in love with myself, not in a, you know, not in a narcissistic not looking, way. Okay, okay. Yeah, but saying. what were you going to say? I was going to say, like, not looking for exactly. the love instead of just letting the love come to you. Yeah, you right. know, and I think because of what I read about just in terms of spirituality, um, just having having everything you are, you, you have everything you need inside of you. Mm-hmm. So, like, I like, letting it come to me, I believe, is, like, that's time for me to find it in myself. Yeah. If that makes sense. So <laughs> like like the love that cuz I think from from a spiritual perspective of like we if you think about giving giving love to other people, mm-hmm. you have to have that within yourself. You can't just like pull it out of thin air. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I think it becomes a a a journey of like finding out what your capacity is in terms of how much love that you can hold within yourself and what that looks like for you yeah. so that you can be able to communicate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can be able to see that in other people or see it easy or see how other people love themselves or yeah, not love themselves. Yeah. Because you've you're doing it with yourself. So it's like, I don't know. So I'm like, yeah. I I, I don't desire it per se, <laughs> but I am like, you know, just Really, I feel like I'm ready to commit to myself in terms of like being honest about what what it means for me to be loved and in love mm-hmm. and you know all that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like defining love is really tough. Yeah, to especially like what, what we've been talking about with like communication and also the love languages. It's always going to be different for someone else. Yeah. Know? So. so what does that mean? Yeah. Like, what does that mean for you? Yeah. I think, so, yeah. What um, do you see your wedding day looking like? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're on this topic. Since we're on this topic. Oh, my God. It's going to be, everybody's going to see it. And then they're going to, oh, well, they're going to hear it. Oh, uh, my wedding day? Yeah. I assume, oh like, you know, God. like, being a rom-com buff that you'd have, like, something planned. <laughs> something planned. I used to. Mm-hmm. I used to have something planned. Now I'm just kind of, like, in limbo, to be quite honest. Yeah. Like, so I don't, I don't really have, I don't know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. There's like, nothing. No, there isn't. Because I feel like it's a, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I've gone through that kind of wiped my slate clean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, so it's like, <laughs> like I'm good by myself actually. Yeah. So like, yeah, I felt that way for a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm cool with being alone. Like, didn't really think about it. I mean, mm-hmm. hopeless. When I say I'm a hopeless romantic, mm-hmm. I'm a hopeless romantic. But like the last couple of years, at least last year, all of last year, I was not. No, yeah. <laughs> it was a big old no. So <laughs> I don't. I haven't thought about it. Yeah, I really haven't thought right. about it. I would. I would say that I would. I don't know. I just definitely want to be in love and mm-hmm. like actually, well, you know, be in an intentional relationship. <laughs> <laughs> that is such an interesting phrase for like our generation because I feel like a lot of times it is like like unintentional. Like, yeah. 
Like a situation shit. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, those aren't fun. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> so I think just my my whole my whole wedding day would be intentional. Like very partners intentional. We're both intentional about our what we want. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like just I don't I haven't thought about the day, but I've just been slowly but surely thinking about my partner. Like the type of person that you want yeah. to be with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's really like been on my mind. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so do you have what are the qualities like of your ideal qualities. partner? Um I'd say cuz I cuz I'm beginning to learn more about myself, someone who's attentive in mm-hmm. the sense of like actually listens to me ramble. <laughs> but like or but also knows how to how to be like okay, you know, like how to go along with my conversations but also at the same time know how to Get them back on track. Yeah, or like, um, I guess. Just be. Inc- I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But like overall, ideally, just somebody who is like just interested, uh, interested, in listening, yeah. and giving back. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Reciprocation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like uh, literally, intentions. Yeah. Intentional. Like that's my number one quality. Is like somebody who can who can and who is intentional about everything and isn't just about going with the flow because I go with the flow and I can't have somebody else who's going with the flow <laughs> yeah, too because yeah. we're just going to be floating like just <laughs> ain't nothing going to get done, ain't nothing going to happen, you know, like um, somebody who's disciplined, I'd say, um, somebody who is... Um, so you kind of want like an opposite for yourself. Almost. Okay. Almost. Yeah. I would say I've been, so. Like, saying that like I want to date someone who's exactly like me mm. because I feel like that'd be easy. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, like you need enough that's like you, but enough exactly. that's not like you. Too. Exactly. It's like yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. We can't like... both be me, but right. You know, like, <laughs> you can't be the not, not no. Be a <laughs> right. It's not because you can't necessarily grow because you're yeah. not really both of you aren't necessarily looking at things from a different perspective. Because mm-hmm. then it'd be the same perspective and you agree all the time, and, and it's not necessarily in the echo chamber. Of right. Like, yeah. It's not really. What do you learn from that? Yeah. Agreeing all the time. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could, but if you're both on the same boat of like willing. To learn, yeah. I mean, I guess you can learn together. Wrong. Mm. I mean, I guess other people in your life could influence you to growth, but like not necessarily. Like, I don't know. You know? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I'll I'll keep thinking on this. Okay, bet, (laughs) bet, bet, bet. Bet. So, what has changed the most about you as you've gotten older? This is like one of my favorite questions to ask because I feel like um, a lot of the people I interview like we're like millennials and. I guess we're like at that coming of age moment mm-hmm. where it's like we're not kids anymore, but we're not adults. Mm-hmm. I want to say definitely not adults. I don't know how some of y'all feel, um, but like you know, like we're in that stage where it's like we're molding into the person that we want to be when we actually like quote unquote become adults. Right. So yeah, that's one of my favorite questions to ask. Yeah, it's a good question. What is what is what has changed the most? What has changed about me? Um, what would I say? I think, um, hmm, how I, um, it's very introspective. It's not necessarily like on the outside that's readily seen, Mm -hmm. um, but how I relate to other people, um, I feel like I I guess used to feel like the world was against me, yeah. so to speak. Mm-hmm. And like feeling like I always had to be on guard. Yeah. And I guess it's because it's just how I was I was raised and, and everything that I've been around. Um, and feeling very I was a little fearless and then I became kind of scared and like when you operate outside of yeah in fear it's a different world it's a very different world out there um so I think what has changed the most you know as I've gotten older is just not being fearful but also being fearless in the right ways for me yeah because I was fearless when I was young in the (laughs) 
not incorrect ways, but not in the wisest of ways. Yeah. You know, feeling like I could fight fight anybody who could who would cross my path, <laughs> being as small as I am, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> being like, yeah, I could take him on. Like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> like being buck, like being on 10 yeah. all the time. So I think that's really that really has changed. I feel like I'm getting more into, not to go into like the zodiacs or whatever, but I am really getting more into the Pisces nature. Really? You're Pisces too? Yeah. Okay, because you were saying some things and I was like, wow, I really feel this. <laughs> I was like wondering, like, are you a Pisces? Like, I am indeed. Yeah, so I'm a Pisces also. Oh, shucks. <laughs> Wait, March or February? March. Mm, which date? Three. Okay. On the 18th. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bet. Cool. Yeah. So, yep, yep, yep. I'm getting more into like that. I've always been intuitive. I've always been like very emotional and feeling, but yeah. it was very heavy into like um, wanting to use that emotion to, to fight <laughs> and like a lot of anger mm-hmm. that I have inside of me and a lot of like, I would guess frustration. Yeah. And I feel like as I've gotten older, um, it hasn't been that. It's it's got I've been chilled out and yeah, been able to I guess have. handle your emotions like Well <laughs> <laughs> like let's not well. <laughs> handle my emotions. That's funny. Um, um Yeah, but no, well, I, I mean, do I have like, a I do a have a stronger understanding of yes. like your emotions in general. Yes, like, for yeah. sure. Comparatively, yeah. heck yes. Definitely and it's it's getting easier to not let them like actually run me and not operate out of those emotions. Yeah. And also just being aware. Like mm-hmm. I have more awareness of the emotions that I may, you know, I have. Yeah. And I sometimes I don't when, know like, why. I guess, but Okay. I was yeah. gonna ask you that actually. Like, do you feel like you know why you have those like have you mm. like because I feel like whenever I like have an emotion just like well, I guess I do this mostly with anger. Mm. When it's like when I'm angry, it's like, why did that make you angry? Yeah. Like what happened? Like that's that's it seems like, you know, like just I yeah. don't know how to say this, but like it seems like that shouldn't have stirred you so much. Mm-hmm. So what is it about that that mm-hmm. stirred you? What does this relate to you like in your past that, you know? Yeah, I've started to do that. Mm-hmm. I've actually started to do that. Um before I wouldn't question it. It would just be like that. That has happened. Now I'm upset, or now you know. Now I'm sad, yeah. and just living that sadness or living that upsetness for however long. Mm-hmm. But I actually have just started doing. I think like a little bit like last year I started to do that. Just question. Yeah. Because um, I question everything outside of myself, so now why not question things What's inside? Because yeah. I just always felt like what was inside was very real, but that's not necessarily true. It is, but it isn't. Um, in the sense of like. Sometimes we feel other people's emotions. Sometimes we take on other people's emotions. Yeah. Not saying that that's not real, but sometimes that might not be real for us. Mm-hmm. The way that they're, way that we are responding to a situation could be based off of somebody else's experience of that situation that we may have heard, and now we're operating in that, yeah. but not really like taking time to to take inventory on on and within ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I actually have been questioning why. And sometimes when I can't find the answer, it's a little uncomfortable to sit in the feelings yeah, and just kind of feel it. Because I still, the thing that I'm trying to get out of is um, having my body take on the emotions. Because I do that a lot. Like, yeah, uh, I just get really... I'll get tense or like you can see it in my face yeah. and like you can tell by the way that I talk and it's like it's not anything out here you know it's not yeah. anything that's it's no, just I feel in, that inside oh my god yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so like it's just yeah. like yeah yeah I wish I had that like type of control where it's just like okay like let me just put this to the side and then pick this back up when I can pick it up but, like yeah. I'm I literally like I feel everything yeah so no I feel that <laughs> I feel that I yep 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 <laughs> It's but one way I have realized, like, I've started to, like, calm down is driving. Because mm. I used to have, like, road rage. Like, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, all that shit. Right. But, like, I realized, I'm like, you know what? It's really not that big of a deal. Like, mm. this person cut in front of you, like, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. what are you going to be, like, one second later? Like, ooh. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> right. Right. Kinda, so, like, I wouldn't bore, like, people who are driving. Yeah. Just for once. Just let someone over who doesn't deserve it, who put their turn signal on too late, who there's not enough space. Just like let them over. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Like it'll bring you peace. I swear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel that. I don't drive, but I feel mm. that. I feel that. Yeah, no, because I, I used to get upset by like noises, things that things that I couldn't 
control. Yeah. Like repetitive noises. Like that used to bother the mess out of me and like <laughs> it would just get on my nerves and I'd just be like like at at one point in time it was just kinda like um <clears throat> the reset, I call it the reset that happened to me after I went here at the University of Maryland. Um it I I feel different towards a lot of the stuff that I can't that's outside of my control. Like oh, okay, I feel different I towards things yeah. that are just happening around me that are just environmental, that are just um Was that something that like happened as a freshman where it's like you know, like you couldn't like control like your environment anymore, so it's kinda like you just had to like cope with that, I guess. Oh, or? shucks. Um technically, yeah. Technically, yes. Technically that's what happened. Um I mean, long story short, a lot of stuff was like very very heavy on me, um, and I ended up being, not ended up, but I was misdiagnosed with a mood disorder, and so they put me on this medication that kind of, like, mood stabilizers yeah. that stabilize my mood. And by stabilize, I mean I really couldn't feel Didn't anything. Have, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the only emotions that I really could feel was anger and um, wow. sadness. Yeah. Really, that was the only two. <laughs> Those are the I, strongest ones. Like. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, feeling that for so long, like... And realizing and realizing the mistake of of the 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 practitioner who diagnosed me as that, mm-hmm. um, it ended up just being ADD, oh. ADHD, both wow. of them. How long were you on the mistakes? Uh, two and a half years, two and a half to three wow. years. Yeah. So like it was like that kind of, and I say it's a reset because of a lot of stuff that has happened. Um, because I'm an emotional being, an emotional creature, a lot of my memories are based in emotion. Yeah. So I don't really have a lot of a lot memories. Of, yeah, exactly. Time. Wow, exactly. That's crazy. It's it's interesting. To it's think a about really, life like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it's really wild. So like it's like for me again, like a reset of like now that I'm feel like I'm back, but like yeah. even beyond just being back, it's like I've learned so much from not feeling the feelings, and now that I feel all of them, yeah, and I'm starting to feel all of them again, it's like okay, now it's like, now I understand the beauty in all of it. Now mm-hmm. I understand how to not, how to not fluctuate with it as much as I used to and not depend on being like always happy, always, you know, this, always that, like yeah. always on, always up, always yeah. this, that, and the other. And like, <laughs> you know, and not feeling so down when I felt down because I would feel like, oh, man, like, I shouldn't feel this way. I shouldn't be sad. I shouldn't be this. I shouldn't be that. But it's like, no, you know. Feel your feelings. Feel your feelings. Yeah, Yeah, feel your feelings. So I think that that really has helped, even though it was a terrible, like, a terrible (laughs) time. (laughs) Those three years were terrible. Um, But it really did, like, put a lot of stuff in perspective in terms of, like, emotions and just Mm -hmm. being an emotional creature, an emotional being, being human. Yeah. 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 So I think, yeah. That is, that has helped. That helped. <laughs> I think I needed it. I don't know if I would have, I don't know how I would have gotten here. Yeah, otherwise. Yeah. The journey's always weird, I feel like. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, I don't know, when you're like in the thick of it, you're like, damn, this shit sucks. Yep. But then like, at the end, you're like, at least I learned something, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, that's how you gotta do it, man. <laughs> oh my God. That's like me at work. It's like, at least I'm learning, even though mm-hmm. I'm stressed out yeah. by myself. You know, with all the clients that are working in IT, you know, it's like at least I am learning some things. Yeah. At least I'm learning, even though it's like pressure. Pressure, pressure makes pressure, diamonds. Pressure. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly that, you know. What's the dumbest thing that you've ever been mad at someone about? Oh, the dumbest. <laughs> this is a hard question for me because I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty good at justifying myself. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Right, there's always something, there's always a reason. Um, I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, ah, it's there. It's somebody did something that I was just like, I realized, I had actually had this realization the other day that it was stupid. Um, but I... I don't really, I would say that's dumb. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. That's the only thing that's popping in my head. Um, me being the emotional Pisces that I was in M in high school. Oh, my God. Um, 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna be hard to admit, but I'm gonna do Uh-oh. it. <laughs> I I know, like I because it's the only thing that's just like buzzing in my head. Someone mm-hmm. stopped talking to me mid sentence. Like I was talking to them. <laughs> I was so mad. Listen, <laughs> I we ha- we were having a conversation, yeah. and like I was ta- I was talking, and like mid sentence they just walked away. I was mad, 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 big mad. Mm-hmm. I was big mad because we were. I mean, to me, we were having an important conversation, and to me, at the time, yeah. it was like. I thought I was important enough to actually, you know, continue. Like, I don't know. It was yeah. it was a lot of things. It was a lot more than that, to be quite honest. But if I reduce it down to, like, what it, you know, the, the facts of the matter, it's like, I could have just been like, that whatever. was rude. Yeah. Or, you know, and or whatever. <laughs> I could have been like, that was rude. But instead, what did I do? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I apologize. I so apologize for this. I stopped talking to the person for like three months. It oh probably was God. longer than that, to be quite honest. <laughs> she knows who she is, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, that would piss me off. Yeah, what? Someone not talking to you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, like, she, yeah, 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 piss me off. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. But at the time, I realized I couldn't really express my feelings in a healthy way yeah. or a way yeah. that I, it just. Because I couldn't understand what it was, but it was just like an immediate shutdown on my part. Like, mm-hmm. it was just like my body just shut down. Yeah. And it was just like, okay. <laughs> so you're out of my life. Right. <laughs> and it wasn't even that fucking serious. It wasn't that serious, yeah. but be, oh my God. Oh my God. For me, it's like, <laughs> people who are inconsistent, that is like my biggest pet peeve. Ooh. Like, um. Like, sorry for being late today. Like, that, like, I hate being late because, like, when Mm -hmm. I say I'm gonna be somewhere, it's like, I'm gonna be there. It's like, people are like, when you say words out of your mouth, I take them seriously. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I feel that. (laughs) That's probably because I am inconsistent. (laughs) Only because I get so wrapped up. Like, it's hard for me to stay on earth, as I I say. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to, to, difficult. I wouldn't necessarily say hard because I feel like hard and difficult is two different things. Yeah. Um, it's difficult semantics, to, to yeah. yeah, semantics. I get tripped up on semantics so <laughs> me much. Me too, me too. <laughs> um, it's like, it's just, I get wrapped up in my head a lot yeah. in like just my own thoughts and because I observe so much and I see so much, it's like analyzing all that and I think the analyzation to go back into the zodiac, like I have a Gemini moon, <laughs> if anybody's interested in that, that's an air <laughs> sign. Um, and that's very analytical. And so okay. I analyze all my emotions, mm-hmm. analyze them from two different sides. Yeah. And it's hard. Side and like the whatever. Side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like not even, not even that. Like, well, yes, that exactly that. Like, it's like the analytical detached version of what my feelings are. And then the actual feeling of the feelings. Like, yeah. it's like, and I have to go through all that to be oh able to God. understand. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. It is. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. And I haven't really figured out how to utilize that in the best way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I spend a lot of time in my head and I'm trying to like learn how to be, and I am learning beyond trying, like I am learning how to be here on earth. Yeah, and, like, like present. Like, present, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like even though I do feel like I'm present a lot of the times, it's like, but are you? Yeah. Are you? Like what is what is presence for you specifically? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I have a different journey than a lot of people are going on right now mm-hmm. with their presence. I feel like other people's presence is to get out of, you know, the phone, get out of watching TV, you know. Yeah. So I don't, I don't do any of that of that in the first place. Like social media and stuff, you don't do that. I or? mean, I'm on it and I use it, but like, it's, I, not it's a consuming. lot. Yeah, it's not okay. consuming, and I try to like, I don't. I have, I feel like, I feel like I have a healthy detachment from it. Yeah. But also, I realize how that's part of our, um, excuse me, no our society. Yeah. Like. So how do I, how do I remain present when this is all going on? Yeah. Like, what does presence look like for me specifically? Because mm-hmm, it's not, you. it's n- not about getting away from technology and all that. Mm. It's probably more so being around other people and relating to other people and like hanging out with people because I am very much a recluse. Like I am um, very much okay. a person that like stays to myself. Mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm at a party, I'm like. <laughs> In the corner, <laughs> just watching people and observing. And I think present for me means getting out there and like yeah. being more extroverted. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I'm like I've realized that like I'm pretty like I'm a pretty extroverted person. Mm-hmm. Like I like you know just like go walk up to someone and talk to them. I have mm-hmm. a podcast where I just like sit down with like people and just talk. You know, right? Like, um, at, at a bar, like my favorite thing to do. I like to be like on rooftop bars because. Mm. Um, People talk on rooftop bars. It's hmm. not like mostly like there's no like dance like on a rooftop bar. Right. So like that's where the conversation is. That's where I like to be. So yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Maybe I get out more to rooftop bars and just yeah, just you know, sit down at the bar. Somebody will end up talking to you eventually. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. It's just like oh, no. <laughs> no, I feel that because I do feel like in my like I am very good at like engaging people, but only when I'm like on a stage. Mm-hmm. When there's distance, oh, I'm really good at it. Like I'm that fantastic. Really you know, I'm great. I'm yeah. great at like being a host. <laughs> I'm great at like you know like um, being an actor. I would yeah. say like I'm really great at entertaining people, but once it becomes like personal it's like oh, okay i'm like the opposite like we're really like opposites right now it's like i like this is like one-to-one thing like i could do that all day right but like getting on stage and like being a host of something it's like as soon as that happens like i lose my words mm, like yeah yeah so yeah, i actually I do want to try like hosting or like improv or something like yeah something like that so i feel yeah. you that, yeah. that'd be an interesting experience <laughs> Improv, because that's a lot of people's attention on you, and you just have to be like, you know, ready. Yeah, yeah. on the fly, like we'll just yeah. <laughs> and I'm so good at that. I'm just like, yeah, I can make up anything. Like, yeah, yeah. let's just go. You know, <laughs> like yeah. So, I yeah. think yeah, mm-hmm. that would help me get out of my head. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I guess we should wrap this up. It's been almost an hour. Oh, snaps! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was that's a really. Quick. <laughs> yeah, that was quick, quick. Um. So. Last question, kind of last question. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any questions for me? Mm. Yes. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? 10 years. Somebody asked five years the last time. I'm like, 10 years now. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, no. um, I really don't know. Yeah. I want to own my own business, mm. but I'm not sure what type of business. Hmm. Um. I think I'd have a family by then. Mm-hmm. Um, probably still be in this area. Because hmm. I just bought a house, so it's like... You bought a house? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, I feel like I have to stay here. I don't oh, know, maybe I'll move shucks. out, but like, I also really like this area. Like, there's um, not much like it. Not that I've lived anywhere else, though. But I just feel right. like, I don't know, this area, I love it. Um, but yeah, I guess that's that's the only thing I see right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's valid. Yeah. I'll lose you up you know, something in mind. <laughs> yeah. That's something. I mean, concrete. like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I feel like it's so hard to think about, like, the future. Like, you never know where it's going to take you. And, like, exactly. I'm still trying to, like, you know, like, find myself and, like, figure out, like, what exactly I thrive in. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. <laughs> Any you... other questions? Um, what do you think about... The universe being alive in the sense that it responds to you. I completely believe in it. Yeah? Yeah, I feel like you put things out there and generally you get back what you ask for. Like, you ask the universe. I don't know. You know, um, Paulo Coelho? Is yeah. That how you say it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. The alchemist. Coelho, yeah, you know, right, like, exactly. when you ask the universe or something, the universe hears you and responds. Like, I, I do believe huh. in that. I actually have a tattoo Um, it's like a Buddhist infinity knot and it just like speaks to like the interconnectedness of the universe like how your decisions affect other decisions and like how like you know Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah definitely believe in that like yeah I don't know this world is like it's weird to me Um, like (laughs) nine months ago I was saying that like I want to buy a house by the time I turn 25 yeah and I made that proclamation yeah and had I not made that proclamation like I wouldn't be here right now and it's like you know, like the first time, like I guess not the first time, but like putting this out to the universe, this is what I want and mm-hmm. getting it back. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can't not believe that there's something working there, you know? Right. Yeah. So. True. Yeah. Bet. Are you religious <laughs> at all? Or? I mean, yes. <laughs> yes and no. You know, I was raised in the, the church same, same. Um, until I was 18 and then I came to uh college and didn't really go to church that I found a church but like 
things just started getting overwhelming enough mm-hmm. for me to not feel like I had time on Sundays to go. And also, yeah. I really just enjoy going with my grandma. Okay. Excuse me. Because mm-hmm. um, my grandma is actually a reverend, and um, oh, she cool. was, like, you know, actually an active part of the church of, like, being on the pulpit. Like, it was so amazing mm-hmm. to see her up on the, you yeah. know, up on the pulpit with the preacher and all this other stuff. And, like, being, like, being in that in that world and, like, really functioning in that sense I didn't really I didn't feel as connected when I left yeah um but I I will say that I am highly 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 spiritual Mm -hmm. (laughs) um in the sense that I really kind of look at all sides I, I take the ideas of um Buddhism mostly mm-hmm. um, try to look into the the Tao the Tao however yeah. it looks like Tao but I believe it's pronounced Tao uh, I'm um, not sure. yeah I think you're right though like, yeah because yeah. when some people say Taoisms like, yeah yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. okay and I'm like that's not that's a T what are you doing <laughs> um, but yeah like into uh, all of, all of the things that are part of the East I'm also really yeah. into like also looking into things that are like you know, astrology, astrological things, because mm-hmm. I do believe that the planets, because of energy and stuff, I'm also into, like, metaphysics. Yeah. So I kind of, like, add everything all together, like, thinking about... That's a lot to think about. It is. But, like, <laughs> I love it, but, like, I think I need to chill. <laughs> I think I need to chill a little bit. Um, but I think about how the energies of the planets really affect us and mm-hmm. how we function down here, because yeah. we are very small in comparison to those big old entities. Yeah. And like, you know, you think about electromagnetic, you know, fields and you think about like how the sun throws out, you know, gamma rays and, you know, bursts, like Mm -hmm. the sun bursts and all the other stuff and like how the moon just revolves around everything and the planets revolve around everything. So I kind of think about all that stuff. Yeah. And then I think about, you know, spirituality and sense of like how our souls are energy, but also how we are also like not a, a space we we don't necessarily occupy space in a sense. Yeah, we're like ex- more expansive than what we can, what we think we are. Yeah. Um. So that on top of just thinking about you know just religion, in in a sense like Christianity and like mm-hmm. I'm really trying to get into. There's this thing where people say that Jesus is. I mean Jesus was a person, um, but also like a consciousness. So to speak, like Christ consciousness, like we all should have Christ consciousness. Um, I've never heard of this term before. Like, what yeah, is, like you know, is, it's a way of thought. I would, or? yeah, okay, yeah, I would say so. Like, it's it's interesting to check check into, um, check up on. Um, but yeah, Christ consciousness is like the the thing that Jesus, the Christ, is what they say. Mm-hmm embodied like what Christ consciousness like if you ever needed to know what Christ consciousness was you just have to read about Jesus okay and that that's that's what it is but I think it is probably a little bit more expansive than that so trying to think of like Jesus not just as the savior yeah like trying to think of him as an actual person that had actual feelings okay but also for me like also being able to embody God yeah. Because in a sense, we all are a part of God. In the way that, like, he showed love, showed love in exactly. that sort of way. Interesting. Exactly. Okay. That's really what I'm like. So I'm like, yes, and <laughs> in the sense of, like, just learning about all that, but also, like, taking it from the perspective of, like, what was Jesus' spirit like? Mm-hmm. And then what was he like as a human? Because that's what we all, we all should be understanding, that we are much more than what a lot of humans think that we are we're not just the flesh and bone yeah you know like we 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 are much more than that mm-hmm. and we can connect on a lot of different levels that and we have powers you know just as jesus had them to be able to heal people yeah. we do as well you know we just have to we tap have into, yeah tap into yeah. it and it's hard to do with the society that's been built yeah it is that's true that's like that's a very deep topic. Like, <laughs> that is super. super <laughs> that's what I think about all the time. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's spirit spirituality. I feel like we focus too much on religion instead yeah. of spirituality. Yeah, and I think that's like what you're saying. Like as far as like the way that society's in both, like we're not like really programmed to go any deeper. Yeah. So exactly, because mm-hmm. I think there's there's a lot more to it. Like, you know, they're saying that. They, as in a lot of people who are more spiritual, are saying that the Bible is not necessarily, like, literal. Like, you could, if you take it literally, I mean, ooh. 
Right. But, like, there's a lot of, like, lessons in that. There's a lot of um, stuff that's a little bit deeper. Like, if you understood it on a, maybe a... Um, like, a parable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, like symbolism. The symbolism yeah. in it is probably just out of this world, but mm-hmm. people don't really understand what's being symbolized and what's being represented in it and yeah. have, have a have a very literal sense of things. And sometimes we can't take things literally because we will miss we will miss some big old lessons that we should be learning. Yeah. Um so yeah, yeah, just trying to combine everything because there's not just one truth, you know. It's like there's a lot of truths out there. So it's yeah. like Trying to find my own truth within all that, you know, experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. that's what we're all searching for now. Yeah, like, for sure. I feel like especially millennials, like, we've realized that, like, we're not just going to accept what you tell us. Right. Anymore. Right. You know? Like, no. No, not <laughs> We're going to sit here. We're going to ask questions. We're going to figure it out. And, like, what's true for you might not be true for me. Like, and we, I feel like we're a lot better at accepting that part where it's like, we can have differing opinions about things that aren't racist, sexist, or transphobic. Right. And it can be okay mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's holding space yeah. for all that. I think we yeah. have, I think we have a lot more, um, our capacity is bigger to to for understanding, yeah, and compassion. Even though it may not seem that way, sometimes I think we it's probably a little little easier for us considering that we've grown up in two different eras. I would say I feel like we we kind of grew up in the era of before social media and after yeah, social and after media. social media, we've yeah. seen how all of that has like shifted and how people who are older than us. Um, from you know, from the baby boomers and and whom, who who whoever you want to think about, um, how they utilize some of the stuff and being able to see through like some mm-hmm. of the shit, like kind of like corporate marketing for pride. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh like God, being able to <laughs> being able to see through it. Like it's just like, why are you doing that? Right, we're not. <laughs> like, that's not when <laughs> I'm not fooled. Right, like, <laughs> like there's a lot of things that are being like I think. As we get older, you know, millennials is millennials get older, being able to see all of the the mm, bullshit, the bullshit, mm-hmm. and seeing how easily people were fooled. Yeah, <laughs> how easily people are like able to um, fall into traps and believe like what they're told, mm-hmm. and also having the experience of being told to not be curious, being told to not ask questions. Yeah, that's you know what I'm weird, saying? Right? Going like, yeah, going like seeing what that does and like being raised in that and coming out of it because now we are about to be the ones that are in charge. Mhm. <laughs> I think it'll be long. a better world though, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I do too, even though there are some people who have taken their parents um views on. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there are a lot more of us that have that haven't yeah than those that have yeah I'm excited for like the next generation of kids that grow up I always say that like yeah. you know I feel like they're gonna be a lot more free a lot more understanding and, yeah. like, they're gonna have it before we had it mm-hmm. and like I'm not gonna lie I'm a little jealous <laughs> but it's like not like a harmful jealousy mm-hmm. in, a, in a way it's like I want you guys to experience this I just wish I had it for myself yeah. you know yeah no so. I feel that yeah I feel that and I saw um uh uh uh, an ad on a bus about a school called I can't remember, but it's like it was like individualized for it, like something. It was something about it, and I was like, man, I wish I had that when I was younger, like an individualized <laughs> yeah. like teaching, you know, upbringing in, yeah. in terms of schooling, because I would I would have benefited that benefited from that so much. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I was like, kind of like. Dag, that's they're lucky, you know. That's they great. Are very like lucky, I, I'm yeah. very, I'm very. Like I was thinking, I was like, wow. Think about the future and how children will be able to have an individualized education, you know, and not be stuffed into like this room that that yeah. you know, like you, you all have to learn the same thing at the yeah. same pace. Trying to put like, squares and circles together, yeah. like into the same mold, and yeah. like yeah, no, we can't, we can't do that no. anymore. Right. Yeah. So like being excited for what that will look like. Yeah. Like, so I feel you. I yeah. feel you. Do you have any other questions? Um, if you could, 
if you were a planet, what would you be? Not the ones that exist that we know of now, but like, what would your planet be? Like, what would be like the name of it? Or no, like, like, what would it look like? What would it look like? Oh, God, yeah, that's really tough. If were, <laughs> that's if a really good question. <laughs> um, my favorite planet is Pluto. So okay. that was like the first thing that came to my mind. I don't even know what Pluto looks like, but I think it's just like a rock. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I think it's blue. It's blue. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, no, yeah, it is. It has a little heart on it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I feel like, like my rock. planet would be mostly water. I think I'm just mm. saying that because, like, fucking Pisces is water. <laughs> um, but it's real. Um, yeah, I feel like it would be, like, a very, like, I don't know. I want to say it would, like, look like Earth, but, like, I don't know. Like, mm. I can't get my mind outside of, like, what the universe already looks like mm. right now. Yeah. Um, I would want it to be, like, Earth before we started um, industrializing everything. Mm. So just like luscious forests, mm-hmm. like um, just endless waters, mm-hmm. um, and everything except spiders. Like, <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> okay, much. okay. So yeah, I think that's that's like the the planet that I would I would want. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. Not too many humans because we, we see how that went. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Any other questions? Um, do you have a favorite constellation in the sky? Yes. Wow, that's weird. I actually do. Um, Orion. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's like the warrior, right? I feel like he's like, Thanks whenever I look up at the sky, like at night, I would like walk around campus sometimes. Wow, this is like really personal. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like look up at the sky and I would see Orion and I'd be like, everything's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That. That's cool. That's <laughs> yeah. cool. Okay. Um, I guess we should wrap this up. Okay, bet. Um, do you have any social media that you want to plug? Yeah, for sure. Um, on Instagram... Uh, Blooming Boy, so that's B-L-O-O-M-I-N-G-B-O-I, and that houses my poetry um, and a link to my SoundCloud, so you don't have to, you know, search for that. It's Blooming Boy on SoundCloud anyway, so, um, and a few, you know, videos of um, music and just, just inspiration, you know, for people, you know, who needs it. Cool. Um, but yeah, that's that's my, my right. plan. Do you have any projects that you're working on currently? Currently, with the album mm, dropping. <laughs> <laughs> currently, um, technically, yes, I am working on. I think I said that with uh, my roommate from Black Folks Don't Swim, mm-hmm. Sweet Boy Speaks on Instagram. Um, we are working on a beat tape. Ooh, um, cool. Yeah, they play the bass, so. Okay. I'm, I'm working on the. They play the bass and the keys, and I'm just you know trying to get the drumming right, the beats, you know, just <laughs> yeah. exploring like exploring some weird stuff on my end. Um, so yeah, I'm working on that. But then in the fall, I'll be doing a show at Mosaic Theater um, called Theory, um, and that opens I think October 27th, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Is that a play or a musical? It is a play. Okay, it cool. Will be a straight I'll, I'll play. Go. Hey, bet. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a musical. I don't really do musicals. Not anymore. I almost did one. Almost. Um, but no, that is a straight play. It's a okay. techno thriller. You should okay. check it out. It, the um, the description is online at Mosaic Theater, um, I think, .com. But if you, if it's not .com, just Google Mosaic Theater. And it'll pop up. Yeah, and it'll pop up. And then you'll be able to see it in the um, the new season, like season uh, 19. 